हरे कृष्णा दिस इज श्री बादरायणी दास आई एम कॉलिंग फ्रॉम न्यू वृंदावन ऑलगोस्ट श्रीलोपाद ऑलगोस्ट गुरु महाराज हरे कृष्णा प्रभु जी धन्यवाद प्रणाम ऑल गुरु ऋषिशीला प्रभु पातन गुरु महाराज थैंक यू सो मच फॉर जॉइनिंग द कॉल एंड गिविंग अस द ब्यूटीफुल लेक्चर आई नो इट विल बी डेफिनेटली वंडरफुल लेक्चर लेट मी स्टार्ट द रिकॉर्डिंग प्रभु जी देन आई विल हैंड ओवर द कॉल टू यू हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा डिवोटी दंडवत प्रणाम ऑल ग्लोरियस टू शेला प्रभुपात गुरु महाराज टूडे वी आर सो फॉर्चुनेट टू हैव हिज ग्रेस प्रातरायणी प्रभु जी फ्रॉम न्यू वृंदावन टूडे प्रभु जी विल इनलाइटन अस ऑन श्रीमद भागवतम कैंटो फाइव चैप्टर फोर्टीन वर्स फोर्टी वन प्लीज टेक ओवर द कॉल प्रभु जी हरे कृष्णा Thank you, Mataji, for giving me this opportunity to speak on Shrimad Bhagavatam. So today we are uh, reading from Canto Five, and uh, I think it is a chapter fourteen and text number forty-one. So I will read the verse and translation and purport, and then we will discuss. कर्मवलिमलंब्यतापदारिगतोपीलेशन when the conditioned soul accepts the shelter of a, of the creeper of fruitive activity he may be elevated by his pious activities to higher planetary systems and thus gain liberation from hellish conditions but unfortunately he cannot remain there after reaping the results of his pious activities he has to return to the lower planetary systems in this way he perpetually goes up and comes down purport by his divine grace ac bhaktivedanta swami shila prabhupada ki jai in this regard sri chaitanya mahaprabhu says brahmand bramite kon bhagyavan jeeva guru krishna prasada bhai guru krishna prasada pai bhakti lata beecha even if one wanders for many millions of years from the time of creation until the time of annihilation one cannot get free from the path of material existence unless one receives shelter at the lotus feet of a pure devotee as a monkey takes shelter of branch of a banyan tree and thinks he is enjoying the conditioned soul not knowing the real interest of his life take shelter of the path of karma kanda fruitive activities sometimes he is elevated to the heavenly planets by such activities and sometimes he again descends to the earth to earth this is described by shri chaitanya mahaprabhu as brahmanda bramite however if by krishna's grace one is fortunate enough to come under the shelter of a guru by the mercy of krishna he receives the lessons he receives lessons on how to execute devotional service to the supreme lord in this way he receives a clue of how to get out of his continuous struggle up and down within this within the material world therefore the vedic injunction is that one should approach a spiritual master the vedas declare tad vijnanartham sagurum उपनिषदी the self realized soul can impart knowledge unto you because he has seen the truth 
Srimad Bhagavatam 11.3.21 gives a similar advice. Tasmat Gurum Prapadjeta Jitnasu Shreya Uttamam Sabde Parecha Nisantam Brahmanya Upa Samyasaya Any person who seriously desires to achieve real happiness must seek out a bona fide spiritual master and take shelter of him by initiation. The qualification of his spiritual master that he must have realized the conclusion of the scripture by deliberation and be able to convince others to these conclusions. Such great personalities who have taken shelter of the Supreme Godhead, leaving aside all material considerations, are to be understood as bona fide spiritual masters. Similarly, Vishwanatha Chakravarti, a great Vaishnava, also advises Yasya Prasada Bhagavat Prasada. By the mercy of spiritual master, one receives the mercy of Krishna. And this is the same advice given by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Guru Krishna Prasade by Bhakti Lata Bija. This is the essential. One must come to Krishna consciousness and therefore one must take shelter of a pure devotee. Thus one can become free from the clutches of matter. Om Ajnanati Mirandasya Jananjana Salakaya Chakshuruan Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guram Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurum Vaishnavamsha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathantritam Tam Sajeevam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitamsha Namavo Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Nitinamine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya De Satarine Namo Mahavadanyaya Krishna Prema Pradayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namine Gaura Tushe Namaha E Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Urshabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpa Tarubhyascha Krupa Sindhubhya Yevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shriyadvaita Gadadara Shrivasadi Gaura Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna So today we are reading chapter 14 of 5th canto The 14 is named as the material world as the great forest of enjoyment So here in this chapter it is discussing about Srimad Bhagavatam and discussing about how a living entity thinks that this material world is a place for enjoyment and by naming this chapter as great forest of enjoyment and why the name as a forest forest indicates so many dangers even though 
there is lot of enjoyment in the forest one can get to eat uh, nice natural food like a fruits but at the same time there is a greater enjoy greater dangers in the forest namely one may lose their uh, way i mean they may not able to know which side they supposed to go they may lost their way and others also there are wild animals and there is a danger at every step in the forest when compared to either villages or cities or towns so the forest is always it is as it is unexplored and there may be some hidden dangers which we may not know that's why he talks about there is forest as the great enjoyment uh, this great forest for enjoyment and especially when we are talking about this particular verse of text number 41 this verse talks about how in this material world as living entity is looking for enjoyment but at the same time is looking for enjoyment living entity struggles uh, in this material world uh, by following the karma kanda activity <clears throat> in other words we can say this particular shloka it describes about uh, dangers of following karma kanda activity so in the purport propad is actually giving a solution for the karma kanda activity instead of following the karma kanda activity one should take shelter of a spiritual master but one may ask this question how is that that i am following vedic scriptures the vedas they prescribe karma kanda activities then how is that i i am in a danger when i am following the vedic scriptures following the injunctions or mm. prescribed duties given in the vedas and how is it that we are saying it is a great danger so um rupa goswami he talks about this particular subject in his uh, bhakti rasamrita sindhu so he talks about he talks about the different cycle now that cycle is still belongs to this material world whereas here in this shloka he talks about the cycle by performing certain pious activities one goes to the heavenly planets and liberates from this material world liberates from this conditions and then go to the heavenly planets and with the greater facilities and greater enjoyment they enjoy there but then again once their uh, pious activities are completed i mean as the pious activities is just like if we are working and then as we are working we earn money and we deposit this money in the bank so the bank balance keep growing more and more and more and more so when the bank balance is growing then we are so happy and then we think of going for a uh, uh going to a place where we can spend some days there or some weeks there so we go to that uh, wonderful places uh, as a tourist and then we enjoy there but as we are enjoying there Uh, staying in a hotel or eating in the restaurants outside slowly slowly the reserves which we have in the bank they starts reducing more and more and more so as you stay more the reserves going to go down go down even if they may come to the stage that will become zero also so when it comes to zero then again you have to return back to your original position 
and then again start working in the job. So then you can earn money again. The similar way, when we perform past activities, and these past activities gives us some balance, bank balance, and with that bank balance, we go to the heavenly planets and we enjoy. But as we are enjoying, this bank balance keep reducing. And once this bank balance reduces, then one comes back to this uh, Mrityu Loka, to this, uh, from heavenly planets, come to this earthly planets, and, and again go through the same things <coughs> what we have went through in our previous lives. That's why it's called as a vicious circle of birth and death. We born again and we die again. And we born again and then again we die. In the meantime, depending upon our activities, we'll go up into the heavenly planets. Or sometimes we may go to the hellish planets also. So Rupa Goswami talks about this vicious circle in a different way. He talks about like when we have a desire to enjoy. Why we have desire to enjoy? Because of our avidya, because of our ignorance. What is that ignorance? That ignorance is that um, we are not knowing that I am not this body, I am spirit soul and Krishna is the Supreme Lord and I am the servant of Krishna. When we don't have this understanding that Jeevera Swarupahoi Krishna Nitya Das. Jiva is eternally a servant of the Supreme Lord. When we don't have this understanding, that means first of all, the understanding is that we are not this body, we are spirit soul. And the second understanding is that Supreme Lord Krishna is the Vibhu and we are Anu and we are eternally servant of Krishna. When we have, when we don't have this understanding, so we think we are the enjoyer and with that uh, avidya, whatever we do, even it is known as the so-called pious activity, but still that will become as the sinful activity. So with that, with this idea, with this avidya, whatever activities we do, that will become as the sinful activities. So when we start performing activities, and these activities will give rise two kinds of propensities for the living entity, two kinds of reactions. One is known as aprarabdha, that is uh, the reactions which are not manifested yet, but they will manifest eventually. And Second one is, one gets the instant reactions. Like if a thief, he steals something and if, it is, if he is not caught immediately, but punishment is waiting for him, soon or in the due course of time, he will be caught and he will be punished. So that is aprarabdha. And the prarabdha is when he has been caught, then immediately there is a punishment for him. So this is two things, aprarabdha and prarabdha. One is, which is waiting for us to get the reactions. One is, we get the instant reactions. But along with these two, there is something happens. When this aprarabdha, it becomes more and more and more as we keep, uh, continue to perform these activities, this aprarabdha solidifies and then becomes as a kotam. Kotam means like when we perform certain activity, let us take same example of thief. When thief is uh, stealing, even though thief, uh, thief gets the punishment, but then we see most of the times thief again steals the things. This keeps happens again and again. Because even though one received one receives the punishment, but that propensity to steal again will be there within their mind. So with that thing, they, that becomes as a kotam. And they start performing activities again because the, they have been inspired to do that activity because of our conditioning, 
Why that condition? Because of our avidya. And then kotam, and this in the kotam, aprarabdha becomes more and more, that becomes a kotam, and then kotam gives results to the again seed, that is uh, Sanskrit. There is a Sanskrit word, I forgot that. That becomes as a seed. And that seed again, it fructifies and then forces us to perform activity. So this is the cycle which living entity goes. They keep continuing performing the activities. So only way to come out of this cycle is to take that seed and one fry that seed. When we fry that seed, then there is no uh, there is no way then that seed will germinate and then fructifies into a plant. So when we take up Krishna consciousness or when we chant Hare Krishna mantra, then what happens? It is kind of a frying that seed. Otherwise, even if you cut the plants, the weeds, the weeds they come again and again and again and again. They keep coming, weeds. So they keep coming again and again. The uh, tendency to perform sinful activities, they keep reappearing again and again. But then one has to um, take care by following Krishna consciousness and that way we can totally burn the entire uh, the seed so that there won't be any propensity to perform sinful activity. So that Rupa Goswami talks about. So now here we are going one step above that as we perform activities then one has to go to the because they performed the good activities and they need to receive good reactions for that. So they have been awarded the, into the heavenly planets and there they will spend time till they finish their pious credits and then again kshine punne mrityaloke once the punya is become zero nil then they come back to this material world that is come back to mother planet earth now one again the same argument how come it is possible that when we are following the vedic scriptures and why that we have been punished like this because vedas are they dealing with this three subject matters dharma artha kama and last is the moksha and that's the reason krishna tells arjuna traigunya vishaya veda nistraigunya bhavarjuna you should uh, elevate yourself you should transcend the vedas Vedas mainly deals with the three modes of material nature and they deal with these three things Dharma, Artha, Kama and Moksha. When we perform Dharma that is prescribed duties, Karmakanda activities, since you are following the Karmakanda activities because you are following the duties or prescriptions given in the Vedas, you are following the Vedas. So as you follow the Vedas, Supreme Lord is pleased and that's how one gets the economically benefited and one will be happy, one will get the facilities to perform to get the economics, to get the artha, they get the finances. So when we have money with us, then what comes next? We will get the desires to do activities, we get desire to enjoy this world when we have money. So then what we start doing is then we start enjoying with that money. We performing different kinds of activities. That is karma. One gets the karma and they try to enjoy. But as they keep enjoying it, but once they get fed up and then they look into the other direction as called as a moksha. That is the last stage. So Vedas prescribing these uh, activities so that one slowly moves out from these three and then goes to the moksha level. But it is so rare because if you go to see all our ancestors, 
or at least we can talk about our parents even though they are born in the vedic lifestyle and they are living vedic lifestyle but they never taught us to come out of this uh, material world for somehow by the mercy of vaishnavas and by the mercy of krishna we could get into this situation where we are trying to come out of our ignorance avidya thinking that uh, we are not thinking that we are the enjoyer supreme enjoyer we know krishna is the supreme enjoyer and we are his eternal servant oh why uh, why it is not possible for uh, others to know about this situation that uh, you know just following the vedic scriptures we will be uh, going around and around around in this vicious circle because of attachment so many things because of attachment for the enjoyment because of the attachment for this body because of attachment with uh, family members so, so on so on it go, goes on it continues like this so the danger of uh, performing karmakanda activities is very very wonderfully explained in uh, krishna book very beautifully uh, it, it comes as the story of king druga so there is a king and actually the story starts once krishna's uh, sons they were uh, playing in the forest they went for a picnic so as they are playing in the forest and as they are enjoying and they felt thirsty they are looking for water everywhere as they are searching they found one well and then they thought there will be water so they can drink the water as they went and saw in the well to the surprise meant there is no water in the well but there is one big huge giant lizard is there in the well seeing this lizard and then they are trying to you know help the lizard to come out they understood the lizard is stuck up in this uh, in the in the well they are trying to take lizard out but they could not and then they went back to the palace and they explained to krishna and krishna being uh, well wisher of all the living entities immediately he came to the place to see this lizard and when he saw he could understand that lizard stuck up for long long time not for one day or two days so he extended his hand to pick up the lizard and then put it outside and then as he extended then when he touched the lizard suddenly lizard changed its uh, position its shape and then uh, transformed into the beautiful celestial being and krishna knowing everything for for the purpose of all of us he asked this question who are you why you are in this body and then you are appears to be greatest of all the uh, devatas so then he starts explaining the celestial being says my name i was a king in my previous life my name was andruga and i was such a pious king that very frequently i perform fire sacrifice to satisfy all the devi and devatas according to the vedic injunctions and not only that uh, i uh, plant trees on the sidewalk so that the people as they are walking when it is too hot they can take rest and then i dig ponds on the road side so that the people can quench their thirst and then i made so i made parks and so many facilities for my kingdom but as i was performing these so many pious activities and the way i perform the fire sacrifice when i perform fire sacrifice then i try to look for a brahmana who is well educated well qualified and who is uh, very poor 
don't have anything and looking for some facilities so that they can live their life and when i find this brahmana and then i give thousands of thousands of cows in charity and the cows are also very young cows all the cows are having one baby first baby and giving a sufficient milk and then cows horns are decorated with golden ornaments and then cows hoof is decorated with a silver plate and then i worship brahmana and then offer golden ornaments to him and then if the brahmana is not married and then i offer suitable girl to brahmana along with the servant maids and then all the facilities to run the family so so much this king is doing it and then this he does that quite frequently and then the king he was telling krishna that how i get this cows all these cows are legitimately purchased they are not uh, taken away by force or anything like that i purchase these cows and by paying proper uh, amount whatever is asked by the party so this is how i serve the brahmanas and it happened that once when i was uh, performing fire sacrifice and then uh, i found out one brahmana and i gave him in charity cows and then brahmana went home very happily satisfied but unfortunately one of the cow came back to my cows to the place where i keep the cows and nobody knows brahmana don't know and king also don't know and then after some days i performed another fire sacrifice i found out another suitable brahmana and i gave cows in charity and in this cows the cow which is came from the first brahmana is also there after few days first brahmana found out his cow is missing and that cow is in the second brahmana's herd and they started arguing and fighting and then they both of them thought it is a mistake of mine i must have done something purposely so that's why they came to me i understood what has happened i am trying to convince both of them and then king says i convinced i am trying to convince first brahmana i told him i'll give you another 100000 cows to you brahmana said no i don't want all that i want that cow only look at second brahmana and then he said i will give you hundreds 100000 cows but he also did not agree finally both of them left uh, dissatisfied with the king so if you go to see here it is nobody's mistake neither king's mistake nor brahmana's mistake either first brahmana or second brahmana it is not intentionally committed that mistake and we cannot tell anything about a cow also it is an animal cow may not be knowing all these etiquettes all these things so because of that when the king after he continued to perform his pious activities when the king left uh, his body and he has been brought in front of yamaraj and yamaraj after looking at his pious activities and the activities he has done yamaraj said since you you are not satisfied both the brahmanas and because of that you have to go through the suffering in in the next life so there are two options for you whether you would like to enjoy your heavenly planets your <coughs> pious reactions or you want to enjoy, you want to first go through the suffering and of course yamraj also told him that your pious reactions are so many unlimited i cannot really give you the time how long you are going to be enjoying but you have to go through the suffering also 
so the king finally accepted that i will take suffering first but somehow by the mercy of yamaraj he could able to remember his past life as a lizard in the lizard form and he is living there and since even though when he was performing these activities which are of karmakanda activities one thing that good thing happened with the king is that he was praying to lord krishna and he was thinking that by this performing this pious activities one day i will get a chance to see lord face to face because of this desire he could able to meet krishna in the next life when we don't have this desire then whatever we do then when we don't have this desire to see krishna then we are not going to be a krishna conscious living entity so we can see the danger of performing uh, karmakanda activities even though it is not performed intentionally it is a mistake by mistake it happened nobody knows about it one has to go through this punishment so that is the danger of uh, performing karmakanda activities so instead of performing karmakanda activities if one can take shelter of krishna and one perform activities according to the uh, scriptures for the satisfaction of krishna so then there were no reactions for those activities that's where it's called as akarma so there is a karma vikarma and akarma karma means performing activities according to the vedic injunctions there will be reactions for those activities and one has to again take birth to reap those benefits and second one is vikarma when we perform activities which are against the injunctions of the scripture that becomes as the impious activities or papam then we get the bad reactions for that the akarma is that activity you perform but there are no reactions for those activity that's called as akarma so that's why when when you take shelter of krishna then whatever we do for the pleasure of krishna or for the pleasure of the spiritual master then there are no reactions for those activities so even though it is dangerous in performing this karmakanda activities but krishna surprising he suggest this karmakanda activities in the 12th chapter of bhagavad gita so in the text number 8 krishna talks about to arjuna in the 12th chapter mayeva mana adistva mayi buddhaiva niveshaya nivasisyasi mayeva atha urdham na samsayah he says just fix your mind upon me the supreme personality of godhead and engage all your intelligence in me thus you will live in me and always without and there is no doubt about that this is what krishna tells and then in the next verse krishna talks about to arjuna so he says oh my dear arjuna if you cannot do that if you cannot fix your mind upon me without deviation then at least follow regulative principles of bhakti yoga of course krishna is talking about bhakti yoga here regulative principles of bhakti yoga in this way we develop a desire to attain me what is that means that means is that um, at least to follow the regulative principles follow the rules and regulations there is no love here for krishna so at least to follow rules and regulations and then further to that krishna talks about even if you are unable to follow the rules and regulations even if you cannot practice the regulations of bhakti yoga at least try to work for me 
because by working for me you will come to the perfect stage so the propad says that what is that working for krishna in the purport propad talks about at least to be uh, favorable to krishna consciousness like uh, if somebody is earning lot of money uh, at least utilize that money give that money as a donation so that the devotees who are serving krishna they can utilize that money in a proper way so that that will be beneficial for the entire humanity so that way you also gets a benefit because you are working for krishna at least that is one of the example and then further to that krishna says if however if you are unable to work in in this consciousness of me um then try to act giving up all results of your work and try to be self situated at least do one thing that don't expect results don't attach to the results which is known as a kind of a nishkama karma yoga and then last krishna talks about even if you cannot do this at least engage yourself in the cultivation of a knowledge better than knowledge however is a meditation and better than meditation is a renunciation of the fruits of action by such renunciation one can attain the peace so at least to perform the activities is talking about at least jnana yoga and karma yoga and he says so in in a uh, in an essence krishna is telling if you cannot do all those at least do something which is performing karma kanda activities if you are not able to do bhakti at least follow the regulative principles if you cannot follow regulative principles just work for me and if we cannot even do that at least follow the vedic scriptures which are uh, giving some instructions and follow those instructions so that's some question somebody asked this question to shila propad propad who is better the person who is doing the karma kanda activities or the person who is uh, you know practicing or who is uh performing this devotional service in other religions like christianity or in mahamad religion the proper says the person who is performing karma kanda activity is better than the person who is in other religion why because at least this person is in the house of vedas so by doing that and slowly slowly one will be elevated to the position of devotional service so we are seeing both positive and we are discussing positive and as well as negative of performing uh, karma kanda activities karma kanda activities for sure it is not uh, as a good choice for one to perform but if there is nothing at least one should start with that and by that way one will slowly slowly progress and then come to the stage of a devotional service okay so i will stop here and then see if we have any questions or comments hare krishna hare krishna prabhu ji dhanyavad pranam all glory to shila prabhu very nice class prabhu ji um <clears throat> so the in the end you described very nicely like when krishna says like you know work for me if you cannot do it then uh, follow the uh, like you know the bhakti yoga if you cannot do that then at least help in the activities or maybe like you know do the karma kandas activity but actually prabhu ji like the lot of people like Uh, they don't even know like what is the karma kanda activity and uh, they don't even um, 
like uh, consider the Vedic scriptures. I mean, basically, um, the thing is like atheist word is there, you know, like um, I don't believe in the God. So these people, I believe they don't fall into any of these categories then. So what is their destination? Okay. So for atheists, you're talking about those who don't believe in God. Mm -hmm. And their destination is, there is no destination for them actually, for atheists who do not believe in the God. But uh, as Krishna tells in Bhagavad Gita, Yam Yam Vapismaran Bhavam Tejati Ante Kalevaram Tam Tam Yevaiti Kaunteya Sadatat Bhava Bhavitaha So according to their consciousness when they are leaving that body and that consciousness they attain. So they will be perpetually is keep going on in this uh, material world. And by any chance if they get association of a devotee association of a pure devotee then there is a chance for them to become or to take up to the spiritual life and that's the reason we start preaching we start doing the book distribution and we start doing this Nagar Sankirtan so that others will get a benefit and the process we also purify our consciousness purify ourselves from these anarthas. So the essence is that we should keep uh, preaching and we should continue to preach so that this movement will move further and further and further. But their destination as we as I said depending upon their consciousness when they are leaving their body and that consciousness they are not going, they are going to attain and they will continue to uh, go through See, it, it does not mean that if you don't believe in God, it's, it's like this. You come to United States and there is a signal light and you jump signal light and you say that, oh yeah, sorry, I don't know the signal lights. Cop is going to catch you and he is going to charge you for that because you jump signal light. So the laws are there of the uh, government in a state and then one has to follow that law. And if, uh, uh, what we call it as a ignorance of not knowing that law may give you some benefit, but it will not totally eradicate the punishment. It will not stop you being punished. You will be punished, punished for that. But there may be some consideration saying that, oh, since you don't know it, yeah, so we may give some consideration for that. So there is similar way if you go to see, there are the laws of God is working on this in this material world. So when this, uh, when the living entities irrespective of their belief, when they are performing activities, they have to reap benefits or they have to reap uh, the bad reactions for those activities that they have to go through. Hmm? Is that okay Prabhu? Yes Prabhu. So probably like, uh, as you said, like, you know, preach those people and uh, give the books. I mean, the thing is like, you know, some people don't want to like come to the temple, don't want to come to the class, they don't want to take the books, they don't want to read the things. So they're just in their own world, for example, and then, uh, you know, don't want to listen about these things. So maybe, I mean, do you have any ideas about that? Like, I mean, like any source? Which is like you know, um, which which uh, answers their questions basically. Um, I know like a personal talk maybe one good thing you know probably on the regular basis, but then sometimes it leads to the argument you know. So <laughs> mm -hmm. so is there any source where where you like you know have any like you know articles where people can just you know if I can just forward the articles and then you know that basically enlightens them a little bit um, you know on the very basic things okay so uh, let's say some people believe some people believe okay there is a big bang theory and uh, some people will believe like all these uh, things that have been told by Western media mm -hmm. so like how, how do how to open the eyes for those people like you know like, you know, whatever has been told, like, you know, 
is wrong and uh, whatever is in the Vedas and in our scriptures is right. But maybe yeah. like go slow with that. Any, any source? Yeah. So, the best way is that um, way to their heart is through the stomach. Prasadam abhigachati. So instead of arguing with those people or instead of trying to preach to them who do not want to listen, the best way to reach to them, best way to become friends with them is to offer by offering prasadam in the form of, in any form, either cookies or in any way. So as the prasadam enters into their body, and slowly, slowly their consciousness also changes. And then they will become like uh, this Vaisheshika Prabhu is uh, very nicely he talks about. So when you go for a book distribution, when you start giving books to... He, he meets all kinds of people. As he's talking to the people, mm-hmm. some of them are interested, some of them are not interested. If some of them are not interested, then just he says that this is not ripened, just leave it. This is not ripened at this point of time. Keep it on the vine, then it will come. It will ripen. Fruits will ripen. But at this point of time, it's not it's not in the ripened stage. So, don't break your head. There are thousands and thousands of thousands of billions of people are waiting for us. Then, catching up one person who is not ready to listen to us and then trying to, you know, breaking our head and trying to convince them. Instead of that, if they are not ripened, they just leave. Maybe just offer prasadam to them and then keep offering prasadam to them. Don't talk about any spiritual topics. Don't talk about uh, much about spirituality. Talk general things. Have friendship with them. That's, that's all. And that, in majorly in most of the times, the one becomes the devotee not because of a philosophy or not because of anything else, because of your relationship with that person, your love and affection Mm -hmm. that changes the heart of a person. So when you give love and affection to the person and that changes their heart and they slowly and then they slowly start understanding the philosophy which we are preaching about. So that way they will get be they will be easily to easy to be preached as such. So start giving your love and affection to the people. That's all. And give them prasadam. Sure. Sure. So that's how one can win the other persons very easily. Because who don't want food as such? Uh, everybody who likes food in different, different ways. If they are uh, Westerners, then there are, we have cookies are there, breads are there. We can offer them to that. So many things, mm-hmm. cinnamon buns and so many things are there. In that way we can offer. If they are Indians, there are so many varieties are there. We can give them. We can, if they are not coming to a temple, you take them. You take prasadam for them. And they will be very happy to accept prasadam. And they will eat prasadam and prasadam will change their consciousness. that okay, Prabhuji? Sure. Yes, Prabhuji. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Can you hear me? Hare Krishna, Mahesh Prabhu. Yes. Okay. Uh, as always, um, your class is very nectarian and I always learn from your preaching and teaching. So there, somebody asked me the question during the class that uh, if um, we are already stuck in clutches of this Maya and we know that um, we are going to get, we are going through birth and death. So even though you do something better in this life and then you are going to get another life, next life, but is there any recollection uh, that um, you do better in the, the next life or what, whatever you have not finished 
your karmas and so you don't get suffering okay the karmas there is no uh, evolution of a karmas in a sense karmas we did it today this in this lifetime till first grade and in the next grade we are going to do second grade and after that life we are going to do third grade it won't be like that with the karmas karma when you perform activities pious activities then you get the facilities in the next lifetime for example if you in india it is quite common we open pios especially during the summer time on the road side there will be water will be provided for the strangers those who are walking on the road when they feel thirsty they can drink this water so when if, if we are doing that activity then in the next life we get a facility that we take a birth next to a river so where in our entire life there is no uh, scarcity for water so that's what we get the benefit for that but is it that is going to give us a guarantee coming in the after that life there, there is no guarantee now after that life then depends upon the activities you are performing in this lifetime that's where it says that we call it as a danger with the past activities now if we perform past activities in this lifetime very very wonderful past activities then even to the extent you may take birth in a wealthy wealthy family and there you need not really struggle for your existence the day to day existence but when you have those facilities are you utilizing those facilities in performing more past activities we don't know because that depends upon your um, consciousness as you born when you are born in that uh, wealthy family then you may become spoiled kid because you born in a wealthy family you have all the facilities you trying to enjoy those facilities and then you may become a spoiled kid and you may commit all the sinful activities and if you commit all the sinful activities and then again you are going to go down in the hellish planets and then you are going to take birth again uh, so poor in a poor family things like that uh, i'm just extrapolating it things like that so there is no evolution of uh, uh, in our facilities which we get by performing our karma so there is always a danger that they may, we may fall down in the next life because we don't remember our previous life only like a king druga he could remember his previous life but not that but not everybody remembers their previous life so that's the reason this is the danger of performing karmakanda activities and that's the reason we say that one should take up to the devotional service and krishna tells in bhagavad gita in the devotional service if you perform a devotional service till first grade in this lifetime and in the next grade you are going to perform from the second grade onwards because that memory is there within you somehow or other you will start doing things from the second grade itself hmm so that in any way helps you prabhuji yes prabhuji thank you i i appreciate that okay thank you very much Okay. Any other questions or comments? Thank you, Prabhuji. Please accept my humble obeisance and all good wishes, Prabhupada and Prabhupada Maharaj. Thank Are you for you. your nectar and always. Uh, every time it inspires. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Nikunji Das Prabhu, for your encouragement words. Thank you, Prabhu. any other questions or comments rodia i would like to get some uh, like advice from you like let's say we have been reading the bhagavad gita like a recitation of the shlokas on the weekend okay and uh, so that is completed and that was done by like you know so grace haladul uh, das prabhu ji so we just completed that and now how to 
engage those devotees they were only interested in uh, like you know i mean basically in a, a shloka recitation what is the best practice for them so that you know if they are not able to come to like daily classes but how to engage them okay that we are practicing and uh, what can be the format if any advice you can give so uh, shloka recitation is a good thing and that is a wonderful thing actually this uh, we as uh, we take birth as a human form of life as we have taken birth <coughs> and uh, especially those who are born as a sanatan dharma follower uh, we should do four things uh, four things are must out of these four things one is in this from these four things one of the thing is that one should uh, know at least one shloka of bhagavad gita at least one should know this four things mm-hmm. four things that should go below our throat that is one of that is uh, knowing one shloka of bhagavad gita another one is drinking uh, water of ganga third one is tasting dust of vraja and fourth one is eating a mahaprasadam of jagannath puri these four things one must do as born as a hindu so that's way that way you are doing they must have uh, recited and they must have know also one shloka now shlokas are important but at the same time when we don't know meaning of shlokas then it doesn't give much value to the shloka itself because basically we are not born and brought up in sanskrit language we don't know the meaning uh, meaning of that sanskrit shloka so we should understand the meaning actually and even at some point i i heard even instead of learning shlokas you should learn the meaning of the shloka a translation one should learn because translation is the one which gives us uh, understanding what krishna is talking about and since we since we are all born in bharatvarsha and we have this inclination of reciting this vedic uh, mantras kind of thing so shloka also becomes is a, in a different meter we recite and that will become like uh, one of the uh, attraction for for all of us so what you can inspire them is that now shlokas with the meaning we all should learn so with that meaning as you learning it then you can slowly move on to implementing those meanings in our life so then what is that means is that discussion about each and every shloka or at least important shlokas and the purports like what we are discussing right now like this when we discuss it maybe you need not have every day you can have that once in a month which is basically becomes like a bhakti ruksha and that way you can mm-hmm. uh, hook on to them and then they can slowly slowly uh, become a part of uh, bhakti ruksha a part of uh, satsanga see if that can uh, work sure. out so yes. that way they you you may have to take some important shlokas like one of the shloka is we talk about karmanya vadikarasya mahapaleshu kadachana mm-hmm. so this is one of the verse everybody likes this verse very much but then we should discuss about the meaning and then deep understanding of shila prabhupad our previous acharyas so that we can discuss so that way they will get their interest will be continue to be there. Yes, Prabhu. Sure, Prabhu. Yes, okay. thank you, Prabhu. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Okay, any other? Questions or comments? we can end here shamrashmataji and pooja mataji sorry
हरे कृष्णा पूजा माता जी हरे देर I think she is busy. प्रभु जी की जय की जय हरे कृष्णा थैंक यू